eye contact with my camera because I feel like it's more... I'm raised in Mississippi, <laughs> so I've got that like southern thing in me where I'm like, you need to make eye contact with the person you're talking to. So oh, that's I, fine. I feel oh, have odd. You, you've surely seen that uh, that creepy that NVIDIA thing that they added where they put the... Uh, oh my god, yes! Yeah, where it's like, oh, it always maintains eye contact with the, the webcam, and it looks so fucking creepy. That is terrifying. That's true, like, terrifying future technology. Yeah, but because you can tell something's off, and it's like, oh, if you, like, if you, like, try to blink, it, like, won't do it exactly, so, like, the eyes just kind of wince a little, and it looks weird. <laughs> it's like, I've talked to some people with corporate over, like, uh, over Zoom calls, and it's like, oh, I, I see what demographic this is for. Oh yeah, absolutely. Some of them, I think, they're like they're trained like they never break eye contact with the webcam, mm. and you experience that, and it's like, okay, I see, I see where they want to deploy this, but for anything else, it just looks so unnatural. Do you it's still like, people don't like that? Do you still work a, a job where you working for corporate? Nothing on that level. I'm more <laughs> just I can't remember. So what's two years ago when we talked? I was definitely out of the. Uh, out of my more office work then. But no, the stuff I do now is mainly when I'm doing it, it's more independent. It's just sort of contract work. Oh, oh, before Court I forget to do this, before because I've forgotten to do this on so many episodes so far this season. Sure. We have to do an intro. I have to do oh. some sort of intro. So, <laughs> uh, welcome right. welcome to Anything Cast. I'm Patrick. Uh, I'll review anything today. With me, my guest is Mandalore Gaming. Mandalore, say Hello. Howdy. It's great to be back. I can't believe it's been two years. It has been. How different was your life two years ago? <sighs> What's, I mean, it's not too different. I was about to say, oh, you know, it was before COVID and stuff, but then it's like, oh no, COVID was still going on then. Uh, yeah. Where it yeah. Was. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you been playing anything lately? Any the new releases? Yeah, um... It's kind of unusual because I typically hold off on playing a lot of new stuff, mm -hmm. but there's like, there's like a lot of stuff I'm interested in coming out now. There's like, I mean, the Dead Space remake just came out. Callisto Protocol just came out. The System Shock remake's coming up. The sequel to The Forest is coming out like next month too. Sequel to The Forest actually, is coming out soon? It comes out like a week or something. Oh my God, really? Yeah, but the thing is, I thought it would be a... Um, I thought it would be a full-fledged, like, full-release game. Apparently, it's still early access, like the first Forest was. Okay, that but makes they're more trying sense. To yeah, but they're trying to make the early access period, I think, like, eight months max or something, because the the Forest, I think, was in early access for four or five years. It was a long time. It was a, it was a long time. Because I remember looking the other day and going, like, what do you mean the Forest came out in 2014? Have like, you been? What do, you mean, what do you mean? It's ten years old. It's, oh, that's when early access when it came out. So, have you been playing Hogleg? Hogleg. I have not been playing Hog. What is it? What's a Hogleg? Harry Potter Hogleg? No, <laughs> I'm not twelve. You, dude, you haven't <laughs> played it. No, nope. I'm making a I video haven't... on it right now, so I it's part of. Oh, how do you, how do you like stuff. it? Uh, you know what? The review will probably be out by the time this comes out, so I guess oh, I can just perfect. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that makes it easier. It's uh, it's not a very like, it's it's a perfectly competent, safe gamble of a game. Like the people who made it obviously didn't care at all about it being a video game or making it an interesting or good video game. I th that's kind of what it needed to be, but it also feels like 
I don't want to say it's too late, because, I mean, the game's sold like fucking hotcakes. I yes. Unless yes. I saw it selling a fuck ton. Outsold Elden Ring. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. It's... Okay, I'm full of shit then. Because I was thinking, <laughs> I was seeing Harry Potter stuff all over the place was, I guess, mean like, you know, 10 years ago, 12, when, you know, when the movies, like, were ending and it was everywhere. Yeah. Well, it seems like if something like that had come out then... I think but. they um I think they tried to appeal to like an extremely wide demographic with Hogleg. Mm -hmm. I think that was like the direction they took. They were like, how do we get every single human being interested in playing this? Because it has it, it has like no direction, if that makes which sense. Which is yeah, which is smart. Because whenever people talked about like oh my god, I'm I renting those which the PS2 ones? Where it's like, flipendo, flipendo, over and over again. Yes, like the we Chamber like of Secrets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you go through the like castle and do the puzzles and all that. Yeah. And like everyone who talked about Harry Potter is like, man, I wish I could like, you know, choose my house and just like, you know, not like a, <laughs> not like Harry Potter Dark RP or something, but just, oh, I wish I could just pretend I was in Hogwarts and just sort of go with whatever, which seems to be what they did. Were you a again, Harry Potter guy? I wasn't a Harry Potter guy. I, like, I read the books when I was, like, when they were... The first book I read when it came out was Order of the Phoenix, and that took a fucking while. I don't... I can't remember if that's the longest book, but it, you could kill someone with that hardback. I think so. I think it's either that or the Goblet of Fire is the longest one. I don't remember. Yeah. We, my exposure to Harry Potter was we... Oh, my God. This is so long ago. It was some time... It was some point in elementary school. I can't even guess the exact one some the books were out already and i think the first movie was like on the way mm. but i remember they were introducing it like uh, we had <laughs> i don't want to say harry potter recruiter we had someone in the library like with all our class there and they were talking and they're like hyping up harry potter for us dressed like, up like is, a wizard well they weren't dressed up well, might have been i don't remember but <laughs> they just like had the book like it's about harry potter like He's in this magical world, and you could do all this stuff. And it was interesting because this was very, this was very controversial back then. This got like that's true. The school didn't get in trouble, but because we were in the Bible Belt, there was still like we knew plenty of people who were not allowed to read Harry Potter because witchcraft. Yeah, absolutely. That was big here in Mississippi too. So you got so like there were people whose parents complained about it. And I remember like checking out, and that made <laughs> that made me more interested, because I was I mainly read like uh, Goosebumps books, and then hearing that Harry Potter was like this, like oh it's like about witchcraft. Like I didn't know people not allowed to read Goosebumps, but I had heard of people not allowed to read Harry Potter. I only read one Goosebumps book, I think. Uh, do you remember which one it was or what it was about? Yeah, it was like a it was like a boy and he goes to live with his grandmother and he gets like a, a container, like a toxic sludge container of slime. Oh and... monster blood, maybe. Yes, like... yeah, monster blood. And then it started yeah. taking over the house. Yeah, monster bloods are okay. <laughs> I I think it was the first one. I I don't really remember. Hold on, it I can probably, look up the it probably it probably was. You know them very well somehow, don't you? Well for a second I thought it was the um 
The one with the sponge under the sink. It came from beneath the sink because that had the the gruel or whatever they call it. This is it, like dude. You were monster. so right. Yeah, monster blood. Yeah, it's monster blood. I remember Actually, I that... it being kind of mid. Monster blood is uh, somehow they made like four or five of them, but they're uh, monster blood wasn't great. Did you read a lot as a kid? Oh man. Well, we had a um, we had a program at our school called a uh, accelerated reader, which what you would do is they had. I mean, these were very very simple computers, but you would like since like Sparknotes and all that stuff didn't exist yet, or Wikipedia really. You would basically read books and then you would take like this quiz on the computer. They would like quit. They would like ask you about plot points, multiple choice questions. And each book was worth, like, a certain amount of points based on, like, length and complexity. Oh. So, like, I don't know. Lord of the Rings would be, like, those, like, the big ones. I don't yeah. know. Let's say they're, like, 80 points. But then, like, a Goosebumps might be five or seven. Things you can knock out Goosebumps if you're determined in, like, a day or two. Because they're, they're so short. I think I remember this being at my school, too. It was, it was yeah. on the computer. Mm -hmm. And I... Okay, I have to preface this, and I hate to preface this the way that I'm doing it, because I, I think I've said this on the podcast like three times now. But, really? yeah, but one of the first books I ever read, the first novel I can say I ever read was The Lord of the Rings. The whole thing. Wow. Uh, and I was in, like, first grade or something. Holy shit. I was a very this was, tiny kid. Like, proper, like, Fellowship of the Ring and not, like, The Hobbit. Yes, yeah, it was the... Oh it my was. God. I can tell you specifically which one it was. It was, like, the, the red leatherback uh, Lord of the Rings book that had, like, all of them. Oh, man. <laughs> I, first grade, too, I think he'd be like, wow, this is... It was this one. It's this one. There we go. Uh-oh. It was this. My dad had this, and it was the only book that I thought looked really cool. So, I, I read that... And I read that right after reading, like, a bunch of, like, learn how to read, like, intro books. And my dad would read me excerpts from Lord of the Rings when I was going to sleep as a kid. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I Lord of the Rings is part of, like, my childhood, honestly. Yeah. But I, I remember this because I read Lord of the Rings and then I lost interest in all other books after that. Because mm -hmm. I, I was stupid and I looked down on them as, like, childish but well i mean when you start when you're in first grade starting with lord of the rings yeah that's i a guess pretty high bar i for guess literature. um <laughs> but i i took the test and for lord of the rings and i was able to do all the lord of the rings ones but that was mm. I, I remember that be, me being disappointed that that like wasn't enough or something because that wasn't that much points and i didn't want to read any more books yeah. the scale wasn't great but you know they had those prizes if you got the you know, the more points you got, you could get your your leave class for an hour and hang out in the <laughs> library pizza party or whatever it was. Did you did you ever do any of those like uh, outside of school? Oh, dude, I got I got bad news. Oh, yeah. Uh, for anybody who was listening, I guess that'll be the episode that comes out before this one. But if anybody who was listening to the last episode. Uh, the dog update podcast. The dog uh, Izzy, the one that was getting an IV, has officially passed away. Uh, she passed away at seven o two p.m. tonight. 
Sorry for a little bit of a downer, Mandalore. I just wanted to give that update. Where, where is this coming from? I just got what a text is... message. I swear to God, I just got a text message from Eric, who is my co-host on the show. And we were talking about when the last episode we recorded, We, I, I was making a joke that it was the Dog Update podcast because his dog was sick. Izzy. Oh my God. And he just texted me. And I quote, Izzy passed away at 7.02 p.m. tonight. She was a good dog through and through. That reminds me of where the red fern grows. That's not a good accelerator meter pick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to segue you away yes, from this. Yes, yeah, seg- segue me as hard as possible. Story. <laughs> Just by the way, um, update on the dog. It's dead. <laughs> like, I didn't know there was a dog, but... Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's terrible news. Oh my god, dude. That's uh I'm sorry to you personally for oh, no, it's, <laughs> getting it's you fine. included. I figured oh, it no, would but, make good content. But yes, I the realized, red burn grows. Yeah, I lied earlier. There was someone who wasn't allowed to read Goosebumps, I knew, and it was me for a while. Why? Because I um I creeped the hell out of my parents. <laughs> Why? And um in like second or third grade, I don't remember when it was precisely. But some of the Goosebumps books, they had this thing in the back, and there was the there was like the R.L. Stein Goosebumps fan club. Mm. I can't remember how much it was, but it was probably between like 30, 40 bucks. You had like, I think it was 20. I don't know how much it was. You'd ask your parents, of course, and they'd send you your, your like your skull, your tombstone shaped box that had like all this Goosebumps uh, merchandise memorabilia in it. And you got that? I, I, I was a good boy and did lots of chores and convinced my dad to do it. And I got it and I was hyped. And so <laughs> to celebrate this, I started drawing like Goosebumps fan art with um with like markers and stuff in my room. But in retrospect, I understand it now because I was just like drawing like fun Goosebumps covers. Yeah. I didn't realize how terrifying it was until later. What were you drawing? I drew like... Like a, a little like gravestone that said like riff, like riff on it with a skeleton hand like coming out and looked like really shitty you know because I'm a little kid drawing that's it. That's epic, dude. That's yeah. fucking epic. Yeah, yeah. But it, it said like evil never dies, and I was drawing like weird like monsters and stuff. And so this this sounds perfectly fine, except my parents didn't really understand the goosebumps thing entirely because they just knew it was like some books. Yeah. And it wasn't like I had a pile of them. I was, you know, like renting one from the library for like two or three days, reading it, then like checking out another one. So for all they knew, they might have just glanced and thought I was reading the same book for like for like two months or something because I'm a little kid and I'm dumb. So they thought you were drawing corpses? They were like... this. They just, ma- they just thought I was drawing this psychotic, like edgy shit for no reason. How old were you? Oh my god, like second, third grade. How do you do the math <laughs> That's the most, well, you, second, third grade, you're like nine or ten. Yeah, maybe a little young. <sighs> you start first grade but, when you're six or seven. Between, I was I was young, where was, I might have been like eight, eight or nine. I was definitely in a range where it was like, it was, it was a weird range. It wasn't like when you're ten or you're like 11, 12 and you're like drawing, like he's got a gun. It was the fact <laughs> that it was, it was like really primitive looking. <laughs> But it had a weird, like, because I was thinking of Goosebumps, so I just have, like, the taglines on the books where it says stuff like, like, it's gonna get you, like, 
watch out for the watch out for the zombie man. So with all these weird little drawings I made, I had to make sure there was a caption on them. So it was stuff like evil never dies or it watches while I sleep. And it just had like these, this stuff like that over these little kid drawings of just weird shit. And so my mom came into my room one day with these just sprawled all over the floor. And because my dad had like had agreed for the fan club thing, my mom didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. So she just sees all this stuff <laughs> like the the skeletons and everything like that. And she picked up the the gravestone one specifically, because I remember that one. And she went, Evil never dies. This seems kind of satanic. <laughs> <laughs> like a scene out of seven yeah it was like in, like because to me I'm just drawing goosebumps shit to my mom she's an insidious because she doesn't know where this is coming from oh I love in horror movies and they have like the kid draw something and it looks like a like the a Babadook yeah I love when it looks like a $900 piece of concept art <laughs> instead of like a little kid drawing something yes like, who's your friend? It's like, oh, it's him. And it's some fucking Warhammer fantasy-ass, like, concept art of a skeleton. They're like, he lives in the closet. And yeah, it's, like, yeah. the perfect drawing. Exactly. So that just, that creeped them out. And they're like, okay, you need to you need to chill on the Scoosebumps thing. Like, you, <laughs> you need to not rent a different book for, like, the next two weeks. Can I ask so you something? Sure. Could you, did you hone your drawing capabilities? Like, further from that point on? Did you, or like, can you oh, draw? Oh, no. No, no, no. This was like a, I don't want to say it was a frenzy, but it was like, I had little kid energy. The Goosebumps box came. I got, well, I, I got draw Goosebumps. <laughs> to this day, so dude, for this episode, drawing. will you draw me a Goosebumps cover? I, I could try, I could open MS Paint and try. Hell yes, dude! Draw draw a Goosebumps cover for me. I would love to see uh, it. Okay, I'm not I'm not gonna do the branding on it. Okay. Uh, oh, I could try to recreate the one I made as a little kid. Yeah, draw draw one, and I'll I'll Photoshop it and make it into like an actual Goosebumps cover, and yeah, we can sure. have that. This, sh this should be easy to recreate. I'll give you the like the exact. My exact replica of what got me in trouble. I, um, I, I as a child, I wasn't really big into uh, books much at all. But I read... Lord of the Rings. It, yeah, it was. It was for Cousin of Lord of the Rings. My dad liked two series of books that he liked a lot. And those were mm. the series of books that I read and I, like, you know, started reading with. Because those are the books we had in the house. And one of them uh, was Lord of the Rings... And one of them was a much worse uh, book to start off with. It was the Anne Rice Vampire Diaries series. Really? What the yeah. fuck? What was your, your literature <laughs> level so high? It's it was, dude. I I could I I got I got picked on in uh, I guess it's kindergarten. It was before first grade. Whatever it is before first grade, I think that's kindergarten. That's not because you're reading Anne Rice, not World of Darkness. No, for uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> For reading, um, for reading the newspaper, I brought oh, really? the yeah I brought the newspaper to to school and I didn't really understand the concept that like all of it was real, and I would just read it as like they were characters like I was keeping up with, like I kept up with uh with what Clinton was doing, 
<laughs> like Bill, like Bill Clinton's, like yeah. Garfield. Yeah, I thought like... I thought he was like a fictional character. I I didn't understand the concept of he was like the president, and I thought he was like this wacky guy who gets up to different stuff, <laughs> and he he just... goes to other countries. Bill Clinton's just your like personal Mr. Magoo funny comic. <laughs> I'm was... never letting my kids read Lord of the Rings first. Yeah, <laughs> never, is, never. Let this them is do... the fate that awaits them. Uh, the Vampire Diaries series, like the interview with the vampire and the vampire Lestat specifically. I really like the vampire Lestat a lot as a child because he kills like a wolf at the beginning or something. And I thought that was oh, so yeah. cool. That Re and Gollum. Re like Queen of the Damned and all the... I don't think we had Queen of the Damned, whichever... Few few people did, so, yeah. Uh, we had the Vampire Lestat, the Interview with the Vampire, Mimnock the Devil, um, Duke skipped Queen of the Damned, and then went straight into what the other one was, the Barrow Witches or something like that? Right. Did you ever I read those don't... books? I think I stopped at Queen of the Damned. I think that was the last one I read. I don't blame you. Well, the thing is... I, it's not the movie. No, no. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... I still haven't seen the... Um, I know they're doing the, the show. I still haven't seen it. The... Um, of what? The Interview with the Vampire one. Are they doing a show? Yeah. The, it just finished its first season last year, I think. Yeah, they uh -huh. redid Interview with the Vampire. They which I back. haven't seen it, but movie version was great. Tom Cruise was a good Lestat. Yeah, Tom Cruise fucking killed it, man. It was fantastic. That was some mm -hmm. of the... Uh, that was... As a kid, I remember my dad showing me that. And I was really scared of, like, the the dead little girl in in the movie. I You know, oh, now that I think yeah, about it, yeah, yeah. why didn't my dad show me that? I think because he knew that I knew what it was... And he was like, he's read the book or he's whatever. He's read the book. He's he'll he'll it'll be cool. It's weird if you read a book as a child, you don't really like understand the concept of some of the stuff that's in it. Like I could physically For read sure. it, but I could not understand the concept of what I was reading. My mm -hmm. favorite thing out of Lord of the Rings was when Gollum bit off Frodo's finger and then fell into the volcano. <laughs> that was your favorite part. That was my favorite part as a child. I would get my dad to read that to me every single night. Uh, before I could read. That was what I wanted to hear before I would go to sleep. <laughs> Your dad's like, this kid needs a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needs Damn. to catch up with the real world. <laughs> yeah, we need to get this guy interested in Bill Clinton. Oh, you, can't your, you can't make a career out of getting your finger bitten off and all yooping into a volcano. <laughs> My dad's a weird guy. I, I don't know if we talked about it the last one of these that we did. But my I don't dad's, know if it was in the podcast. You've mentioned him before, and he sounds like a character. He's he's quite a character, dude. He's a fun guy. I I think he burned all of the Anne Rice books after he converted to Catholicism. Really? Wow. Yeah, somehow the Lord of the Rings still survived, but you were raised well, in the Bible Well, I mean, belt. that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, the weirdest... Um, actually, it was... I learned this from my friends recently. Because, like, you'd hear about, you know... Okay, no Harry Potter because of witchcraft. Or yeah. The family, the family doesn't celebrate Halloween. It's, like, fairly typical. One of my friends, his grandmother's family did not allow them to read the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> Why? He did on his own. His family was fine with it. But his grandma was super not okay with Narnia. Why which not? Which is 
Exactly, because I guess the preface for people who don't know, C.S. Lewis, like, was a very devout Christian, and those themes are, they're all, they're all through Narnia. Like, Aslan is literally Christ. Yeah, he's Lion Jesus. It, yeah, he's the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's, he's literally Christ in the story. He's like, oh, you'll know me in your world by a different name. And that's, that was the wonder and beauty of Aslan for most people, and that pissed his grandma off specifically. Because she said, you're not reading that because Aslan is idolatry. That's like, that's like a 40k, like, idea of, like, the emp he's like the emperor, but he's a lion. And yeah. we're, we're gonna get him to, we're gonna convert these tribals who believe in this, like, lion god. And we're just gonna say that's the emperor. Actually, you know what, that's just, like, normal religion, I guess, in general I guess history. I was just so thrown off by it because it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's C.S. Lewis, which... And it's not like, oh, it's not really idolatry because he literally is Jesus. Yes. It's like, so some wires got crossed somewhere to where it's like, oh, no, Aslan's idolatry, which threw me off so far. And I, again, he, I never knew this until like way later. Mm. Probably like the last year we somehow got to talk about it. She's like, oh, yeah, it's just like my grandma was not cool with Narnia because I think we were talking about the, the, like one of our other friends, like he was, one of his parents was in the don't celebrate Halloween camp. <laughs> we Why? Just like, the, it was just the they were extremists. No, you would have um, they were not really extremists. You just had some who were like, oh, because it's sort of a celebration of, quote unquote, it's a celebration of, like wickedness and the demons. And okay. Ghosts. Okay. So it it would just be, it wasn't like, it wasn't like oh we better not catch you eating candy or anything. It was more like we're not gonna have trick or treaters over. We're not gonna dress up. We're gonna turn out the lights and just do whatever. But. I had a friend whose grandmother thought that it was Satan's birthday. Yeah, I yeah. I would hear that one too. I don't know if it's from any of like the band Halloweenless people, but I heard that one as well. That's like a chick track thing, right? Like that was originally a a, a Jack Chick, uh, <sighs> like bit. I don't know. I think it's just one of those things that's like it it just sort of gets around like as an excuse to. I, I know there definitely is some historical thing of like oh like witchcraft like it's it's the devil's day and all that well I highly mean it is Mandalorian highly recommend Halloween 3 for the real spirit of Halloween but um is Halloween 3 the one with the masks yes yeah ooh, I've ooh, ooh, never ooh, seen ooh, it ooh. fun movie very fun movie about the the true meaning of Halloween well, you're on a review channel Mandalore what would you give it out of 10 oh, I don't it's hard to give it a number. It's like a... It's like a seven. It's like a seven? I, I always assumed it was like a so bad that it's good movie. Is it actually a good movie? It it has interesting ideas in it. It has some really... I can't even spoil it, but what happened... Because like every other Halloween movie was about Michael Myers. And, they, and the idea was, oh, instead of doing Michael Myers every year, we can make like a... Halloween will be an anthology series mm. about something weird that'll happen on Halloween. And so Halloween three is just this completely different psychotic movie. <laughs> it's a lot of fun because no one knows, like people went in expecting Michael Myers and they got whatever the fuck Halloween three is. Is it by the, the same guy? John Carpenter, he didn't direct it, but he did like, he produced it. He wrote the screenplay. He did editing for it. He did the soundtrack for the whole movie. 
He basically did everything short of directing on it. But a lot of the same people were remaining on it. And John Carpenter's also, the guy who did the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And he did the uh he did the first Halloween. Did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he did the um he did direct, he did the soundtrack. Like the the Halloween theme everyone knows, he did that super last second because they basically didn't have the music. So he just got his keyboard and went like uh and he just came up with Halloween theme. How did you how did you learn all these Halloween facts, Mandalore? I don't know. I think again, you start Goosebumps is where they get you. That's the gateway to where you learn about John Carpenter. Are you big into horror? Are you just a horror guy? Yeah, I um I definitely go harder during the proper Halloween season. But I think it's because I just I grew up being fucking horrified by terrifying movies my dad would show me to fuck with me. Like what? And then as I got um the big one was Alien. He showed that to me when I was far too young. But I also oh my there was a movie. What was it called? It was by the guy who did was it Peter Benchley? Who did Jaws? What the thing? Oh, okay. No no no. There was a okay. There was a mini series in nineteen ninety eight which I definitely saw a little later. That was called Peter Benchley's Creature. And it was it was the author of Jaws. And so people were like, oh, it's like the new it's like his new Jaws. And it the whole premise was, oh, there's a weird shark human hybrid, I think. I don't remember the details, but it was a shark that could come on land. And it walked like a man. Really trying <laughs> to juice that Jaws money, huh? Yeah. Well, I guess he's got a record as saying he really regrets, um... It was it... Was it Peter Benchley, I think? It was... Yeah, it wasn't the director. He really regrets writing Jaws, apparently, because it, like, really fucked with how people see sharks. Yeah, but, I mean, um, sure. Definitely. Yeah, because it's like, oh, no, it's like they're not like this, but then tons of people thought that. Peter Benchley is the writer of the novel Jaws. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so this is... <laughs> this is the the creature in the movie or the miniseries, I guess. And this thing scared the fuck out of me. Future Patrick, put up a picture of the creature from what is this? Peter Benchley's creature. Peter it's Benchley's the creature, creature from creature. The creature from creature. Pa Future Patrick, put up a picture of the creature from creature. Thank you. Yeah, because I always had a thing about not liking dark water because I saw um when I was out swimming at a local like water hole. There was a water moccasin in the water. It's mm -hmm. like a, um, a venomous snake. Because I thought it was a turtle in the water, and I swam up to it, and it was the snake. And it turned its head towards me, and it like opened its mouth, and then went, boop, under the water. And I lost my shit. That would be scary, dude. Oh, yeah. I was paddling towards shore. Ah! How old so were since... you? Oh, man, I don't know. I might have been six or seven. Six? Pretty... What were you doing out pretty... there? It wasn't too far. Like there was this cove, and it's like a pretty still lake. And we there's like this little cove. There's like this park. So like parents are there. I was out there with some friends. The, mm -hmm. Well, when I say out with my friends, it's from like a play date. a play date with my parents. So I was maybe, I don't know, ten feet offshore, and it's like shallow. But I, cause I, w I was going out a bit trying to see this what I thought was a turtle's head poking out. And instead, it was a snake. But anyways. 
since then I had a thing about dark water and I was like, oh man, there's there's like creatures down there. There's there's things that are gonna get me. And then I'm like, okay, but you know, I I don't swim in the dirty lake that often or any rivers or creeks, so I'll be fine. And then I watch the fucking show where the shark is coming out of the water <laughs> and climbing onto trees and dropping down on people. I'm like, this is horrible. The sea creatures are making it on land now, and I'll never be safe again. Really tied it into your fucking goosebumps stuff. Yeah, which, speaking of, I have been... I, I have just finished my recreation of the picture that got me in fucking trouble. <laughs> I've tried to keep it as accurate uh, as possible. That's so good, dude. Future Patrick, put up the picture of Mandalore's <laughs> book cover. Uh, I'm going to put, like, the Goosebumps logo and everything on it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But it that is the best approximation I can make of it. I've tried to keep it as accurate as possible. It's fantastic, dude. This is awesome. This this upset your mother? Yeah. Well, because it wasn't just that one. It was, like, a whole bunch of them. And uh, this might even be nicer. I'm sure it looked much more, like, streaked up and weird. Because it wasn't like MS Paint where I could just fill the color in. But... Sketched out. Yeah, I think because it was just like the 180. Like if you didn't know. If you didn't know. Like if your dad came in. And you didn't know you're le reading Lord of the Rings. And you just had like pictures of Gollum everywhere. And like <laughs> this little creature like biting this dude's finger off. Yeah. Like this dude falling into a volcano. He'd be like, what the fuck is this? And I'd be like, daddy, <laughs> daddy, this is my favorite part of the book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, what's wrong with my kid? <laughs> well, uh, we're getting at the time where we're, we've pretty much uh, got time for one episode. Uh, do you want to do another one of these or you need to go? Oh, sure. We can keep going a while. I'm All good. right. Well, for this one, we're just going to end this episode here. Well, thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll have another episode with Mandalore coming up soon. Uh, just keep on the lookout for that.